Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and I am joined today through the power of the internet by one Nicole Rogers. Hello, Nicole. Ooh, hello. Hello. Hi. We're both in Norfolk, but it feels like you are so far. I know. So, so far. far so far. Exactly. So I've asked Nicole on for this episode, so I'm going to call this episode Beautiful Tea, because I don't think, yes, beautiful tea, all things that are beautiful. This tea that we are having today is stunning. And I got it as part of my continued sort of um, episodes about the tea that I received in the competition box. Um, I got it in that and I drank it and I was just blown away by how beautiful it looked, how beautiful it tasted, the fact that you can eat the things that are brewing right now, Nicole. Yes. There's so many wow. levels of joy to I this tea. I just love it's not it's not one colour, so it I it's like sort of a blue on the bottom, and then it almost fades neatly up to an indigo on the top. And I yes. don't know how or why, but it's amazing. What wizardry is this? This yeah. is the Mood Indigo Tea by Daughters of Botany, and it just looks like they've got a really nice small selection of teas on their website, and I want to try all of them. <laughs> Are they, so, all, they all come in these lovely little packets with them. <clears throat> so that packet really little... is that's a little sample packet that um, a person on Instagram called Loose Leaf Lemon <laughs> sent me when I won this competition. So that's a sample. So their packaging is, I, I believe, normally like a little cardboard tube, um, which has got designs What's in on it. Stuff. What's in it? Oh, I'll tell you. I will tell you, Nicole. <laughs> okay. If anyone's going to know, it'll be you. It will be me. I've oh, made. Coconut. I've made notes. Um, oh, yeah. Do you want to guess while I'm finding it? What do you okay, think? Okay, yeah. It? So I can see coconut, obviously. That's the only one. Um, and the little blue flowers. They yes. look like tiny dry lilies. But let me just pick one out and have a look at them. Obviously, I don't think you can eat lilies. Um, what is... I have no idea what that is. Like a little cornflower type. Yeah. And then... I mean, the green bits look like bay leaves but I don't know if that's the case. I feel like that. Are they bay leaves? The little got, green bits. I've got to say, you are doing far better than... So I joined a um, community, like an online tea drinking Zoom call the other day that someone set up. Um, and it was really, really fun. And part of it, there was a mystery tea and you had to guess what was in it. And I went out on a limb and I said that it was lemongrass. And I tell you now, it was pomegranate and vanilla. <laughs> so I shall not be trusted with this type of work but you're you're getting quite close what is that <laughs> nicole is currently nibbling the tea <laughs> is, that, is that a different color piece of coconut oh no is that that's a bit of dried lemon rind i think ah yeah yep. okay so i would guess so far some of these i don't know so coconut mm-hmm. lemon bay leaves although i'm not sure you'd put that in tea and then the little purple flowers, I don't, and the red, oh, there are red flowers in here too. I don't know what the flowers are. So we've got butterfly pea flowers, Aww. hibiscus, and hibiscus yep. features in every single one of the Daughter of Botany's teas, ah. which is the kind of the through line of their, of their teas, which is nice. Coconut flakes, lime leaves, and citrus peel. Oh, so you've lovely. got almost all of that. It's yeah. just the lime instead of bay. Yeah, and the hibiscus is the one that's like the um, national flower of Fiji, isn't it? Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. The state, state flower. The yellow hibiscus is the state, fly, uh, state flower. 
of Hawaii. I wrote that down. I don't just happen to know that. <laughs> and uh, the red, the red hibiscus flower is the flower of the Hindu goddess Kali. Oh, it's, what does um, she do? I don't know. <laughs> but she's got a flower. Kali. Kali, Kali. Kali. Oh, is it K A L I? Yes. Kali. Uh, My dad Callie. used to have a dog called Kali. Really? Named I after thought... the Hindu goddess. Uh, I mean, probably not in my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Dad, if you're listening. Uh, I thought Carly was a very British name for a Hindu god. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, just that's just Carly. She's that's, my goddess. That's Carly, she's, that. she's my goddess. Carly and a <laughs> <I> <laughs> <work>. Carly. <laughs> Oh, no. The amount of things that I look up for this podcast that I cannot pronounce is wide and most wonderful. So I'm this is yeah, the this, amount of different flowers they must put in tea. I know it's I can't even say the actual word for tea. I know what it is, but I can't actually say it. I need to practice a few more times before I commit myself to saying it on the podcast. The word for tea. Yeah, the tea plant. It's like can uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it begins with a C. Can can you listen? <laughs> I'm going to Google it. You go, if you can say it, I'm sure you'd be able to say it. You see, the other reason I asked Nicole on to this particular episode is you are currently growing a garden of delights, yeah. and I thought, well, we are doing botany, a botany-based tea. I must get my gardening friend on. Oh, if if uh, please let me talk about gardening because I <laughs> I will talk to you for hours. Anyone that will listen to them, I talk to about gardening. Uh, can camellia, 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 camellia. I don't know. I didn't realise it had a different name. I assumed it was just a a just tea, tea leaf. Yeah, a tea leaf. Boy, something new. Good old Latin, probably Latin. Telling that to my friends. When the pubs open up again, I might win a pub quiz with that information. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that and the um, Carly, our good friend Carly. Our <laughs> friend Carly. I'll tell you what, I was in, probably you can delete this off the podcast, but I was in the post office the other day and some the man behind the post office counter was just telling me loads of useless trivia and he was like, you might be able to use that one day. <laughs> um, and he told me that Miles, not Miles Davis, Bob Dylan's name isn't actually Bob Dylan. And I'd never knew that. I didn't know that. Bob Zimmerman. Oh, no, it's not Bob. It's, I mean, it's like Robert Zimmerman. Robert uh, Zimmerman. Zimmerman, yeah. Turned to Bob Dylan. If yeah. he'd have changed from something to Bob, I would have been more confused, I think. <laughs> when you yeah. said that, I was like, why would you change to Bob? <laughs> he, he liked... Uh, oh, this is terrible. It's a rubbish fact because I can't even remember. He used to like someone whose name was was it ted zimmerman or ted someone roberts so he changed his name to bob zimmerman anyway sorry pointless use no <laughs> no 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 Wait, if you're but, listening have a google and see if you can find the origins of of bobby d <laughs> the only people i see these days is just the man down the local post office <laughs> so it's amazing you become friendly with now the um <laughs> the person there seems to be one lady who is always delivering our packages at the moment and she oh, delivered, um, I, I've ordered a parasol for the garden so we can take Daphne out and not worry about it being too yeah. sunny. And it came in two parts from George and she dropped the other one off and there was a proper little, oh, you again? Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> we Good have one you. of those. Again, probably, I mean, you can do what you want with this, but we have a lady that always delivers the same parcels and she came to the other door the other day and she said, she said, oh, I've 
got this problem I need to talk to someone about. And I was like, oh, okay, this is very strange. You're um, my local delivery lady. And she told me a very personal problem. Oh. <laughs> Which involved um, a strange sort of love triangle involving uh, some family of hers. Um, and I didn't really know what to say. <laughs> People just want to share now, don't they? Like any human contact. And they're yeah, like, right, this is it. Talk to someone about it, I think. And I just said, oh, you know, I think you just need to, you do what you think is right and maybe just ignore what everybody else is suggesting you do because you all know. Because there's hmm. only so much you can say to someone's problems that you don't know, isn't there? Well, exactly. Uh, but yeah, she clearly just needed to get it off of her chest. Clearly who she's out, she's got someone driving around. And I was like, whoever she's out with in the van is not someone she feels she can talk to about it. So she's come across a female of the same That's age it. who's gone, help Help me, the lady who drops off our packages drives around in a van with someone else. But chance they're the same one. No, she's blonde. Oh. oh. <laughs> wouldn't that be wouldn't that be quite the twist? It'd be great. I could, quite far away. I know. I could yeah. ask her next time, oh, you send this little missive to Nicole, please. <laughs> Take these little love notes <laughs> across Norfolk. Her life sounds complicated enough. I don't think she needs our love she notes. Need that. In her, in her <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. The tea. I'm going to have a sip. I'm okay. going to well, have a smell. Pour mine out. Oh, it is such a beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I wish I could. I can't really show you this on the screen because I've even got a white mug so I can see it in the mug. <laughs> Lovely. So it in <gasps> on my... like it's a just little... stunning. Painful. When do you get, you know, a blue tea? And this is like a completely natural blue tea as well. Like there's not blue food colouring in here. Oh. Mmm. Oh, that's so nice. My goodness, that's... it's it's like it's floral and citrusy, isn't it, at the same mm -hmm. time? Yeah. Clever. I feel like I'm on holiday drinking this. Mm-hmm. I think like it's got, it, it tastes quite like Thai flavours. Yeah, I know what you mean. A it's fragrant, like, like lemongrass. Yeah, yeah. And, and the lime yeah. with the coconut, the creamy coconut. Oh, I'm happy we're here. I'm yes. really sunny outside rather than super grey. I know. Come back, sunshine. Come back, sunshine. But yes, this tea is the, the blueness of it. So I was looking on the Daughters of Botany website and they've got a blog. And I think she bought too many of the blue butterfly pea flowers and couldn't use them all for the tea. So she dyed some scarves with it. Ah, oh, as you do. Which again, is an endeavour. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Nicole, a woman who's recently made her own candles. I can see you doing <laughs> one day. I saw a friend the other day and I turned up to meet her and she and her boyfriend had, they'd gone to the park together and they were, he was going to see his mum and I was going to see her. Um, and I turned up and I cut, I bought her a candle with me um, and gave her one as a present. And he was like, oh, what will it be like? It'll be jam making next Nicole and I went oh I'm not that wholesome and then I went oh actually I made jam in the winter, <laughs> in the winter. like I do do that sort of thing yes that is me <laughs> lockdown has just given me time to do all these incredible things that I've always wanted to do and I never ever find the time to do like make my own candles and make jam I mean the candles actually came from I was just getting gradually getting a collection of jars from candles and not knowing what to do with them because you get such lovely jars, don't you? That they come in, and rather than just buy more candles, I thought 
it's, and it's actually a lot cheaper just to buy wax and make my own candles. I love it. And it's then you really get to make the flavours. Yeah. The scents. The one that I did the other day, I've got to play around with flavours. The one that I did was um, rosemary and, and eucalyptus, which sounds lovely. It was lovely. It smelled a bit like Vicks Vapo Rub, you know, that stuff you rub on your chest. Yes. <laughs> because I got the quantities. You need a lot of rosemary to a very small amount of um, eucalyptus. Ah. Yeah, so I think, and next time I think I might try something a little bit more traditional like maybe I'll put like lavender with rosemary I really like rosemary it's got like a that earthiness to it but it was a lovely smell it was like a felt like you were sort of your nasal passage was being cleaned out as well as you were being mm. relaxed by a candle in the background it's really nice that sounds nice that sounds not too far away from blending your own teas like mm. if you to have I wonder if a, a rosemary and lavender I mean it, it would be oh. too wild here I don't know could that be something I've made I've never it thought of rosemary Ooh, now that sounds good. Yeah, with um, you can tell I like, I just like herbs and mm-hmm. natural scents. Yeah, rosemary and lavender cake, and it was with, it was like a lavender drizzle with bits of rosemary in it, and it was made out of ground almonds. It's really good. That sounds so nice. Mm, really nice. I want to come round and eat delicious things that you make. How this too is like, oh, cooking. I've been doing all the cooking. So mainly yes. I just spend my life in the kitchen now, whether it's, it's either the kitchen or the garden. It's like I make candles and food or I go outside and I dig things. Um, I love but, it. Um, I've made so many different foods that I never would have cooked otherwise um, just because there's so much time. Um, yes. Did you... Did you see my huge feast that I made on Valentine's Day the mm-hmm. other day? I wouldn't it ordinarily celebrate. Yeah, I wouldn't celebrate Valentine's Day normally. But we were like, it's lockdown. There's nothing else happening. Let's just make, celebrate anything that you can celebrate. I agree completely. Yeah. Like I just, any opportunity to have something that's a bit fun, a bit different going on right now, in whatever way, shape or form, I'm all for it which is why currently I have got an Easter bunny wreath on my front door and I do not care (laughs) it's it's nearly here I'm desperate for chocolate eggs I on the um on the Sunday I was like I'm gonna make something really nice for dinner and I mean I don't know who it was for whether it was just for me or whether it was for Jimmy but I spent four hours in the kitchen from two o'clock till six o'clock I made like seven or eight different dishes um, and most of it was stuff I'd never ever made before in my life right. um, and I will make again a lot of it but it was like it's very therapeutic I bet the leftovers were amazing <laughs> oh they lasted they lasted for days I sent James off to work the next day with a plate full of food for his brother for work as well because there was so much we all oh we like we all had like a full meal next day for lunch and then the bits and pieces lasted for ages afterwards yeah it was insane it was delicious it was um all like uh, kind of eastern from different places. There was like some Turkish stuff in there. There was some specifically lots of things from Jerusalem because there were lots of recipes from a book called Honey and Co. And they do lots from Jerusalem and in there. Yeah, it was, it was an East, eastern feast. An eastern and east, and it did look like the eastern feast. <laughs> I must say, I'm trying different things at the moment because I'm cooking for. So Daphne's eating now, so we're we're weaning. And babies aren't supposed to have added sugar or added salt. So 
I'm sort of trying all sorts of different things and I have not I didn't realize until now how sweet the banana is the banana like you put a banana in anything and it's instantly so like I've made muffins smoothies all sorts of things and just add a banana in and you don't need any sugar actually I've realized I've, I've been enjoying most of the stuff I've been making it Huh? I, I said I wish I liked bananas as like oh a, no you don't like bananas no, I, I like them cooked in things to be fair yes. so I will eat a banana muffin yeah but not a banana straight out I think it's more of a it's more of a textural thing yeah um, and and like that strong flavor but when it's dumbed down in like a piece of cake or a muffin or something or mm. banana pancake banana pancakes uh, are where it's uh, at we have banana, banana pancakes pan- almost every week and I know you like a banana pancake because you do. bring them do to work do you sing the Jack Johnson song when you make them as yes well? I do <laughs> <laughs> yes I do yes I do oh I love it I love it and I'm loving this too I'm wondering I might eat a bit I might eat a bit of the coconut mm. oh I forget I've got the um the, oh, I don't know whether it's too hot for me to fish out I don't it's okay I've got special asparagus fingers <laughs> asparagus fingers <laughs> it's, a, it's a special finger isn't it <laughs> I wish I had asparagus. oh mm. man yeah the my coconuts. little asparagus fingers in there oh coconut is good to eat it's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be I guess it's because it's been soaked mm. so I can eat these flowers and everything yeah I believe so Ooh. I believe so oh I don't think it was sweet because I think there was actually a piece of lime um or lemon oh <laughs> Mm. Apologies if there's chewing. I might, I might try to edit that out if there is. <laughs> Me and Nicole have just sort of fallen into just eating the tea. <laughs> and you don't like the sound of people chewing either, do you? I don't so. know. There's going to be a lot of fun for me. Yeah, no, it's a proper thing. I'm actually considering going and seeing if I can get some, is it CBT? Cognitive oh, yeah. behaviour therapy about it or something like that. I've heard that can be quite helpful because... I, w- I was actually quite worried because I was worried that when Daphne started eating, obviously you cannot ask a uh, baby to close her mouth. Um, I would have a problem. But weirdly, I guess it's, it must be like because I'm a mum. I love the sound of her eating. And it's the only person on the planet that I sit there and I'm just like, yeah, carry on. Like, it's, it's a lovely noise to me. Anyone else? <laughs> I see red. But yeah, long may that continue. <laughs> Has Jack just learnt not to chew very loudly at all? He's ever. very, very considerate, and I'm very appreciative of it because I know I can be quite unreasonable. <laughs> like people yeah. have to, you know, if you're eating some crisps, they're going to crunch. You can't help it, but you can just sort of see me slowly start to tense. And then <laughs> you don't <laughs> mind yourself doing it. That's hmm? the weird thing, isn't it? You don't mind the sound of yourself doing it. Would you? Don't mind me doing it, and I don't mind Daphne doing it. It seems, but yeah. I, yeah. I really get the noise of like people people chewing with their mouth open that's a, like a when when I was younger I had a bit of a reputation in my family for eating with my mouth open and oh. I and I look back now and I'm like and my parents used to tell me off about it and I was always like well you should have taught me not to do it really shouldn't you um and I look back now and I'm like that must have been horrible I can't, <laughs> deal, I can't deal with being around people that eat when I say younger I was a lot younger yeah, uh, yeah. like 20 years ago. This is two days but, ago. Yeah. <laughs> so tell everyone. Um, but like I have friends that chew with their mouth open and um, I find it highly unpleasant to eat in front of them or <laughs> around them. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that bit, but the, ch- the crunching, I quite like the noise of someone crunching. No, I physically, I leave rooms, I move train carriages, there's carriage <laughs> I, uh <laughs> 
Moves seats a lot at the cinema. (laughs) There's a lot of moving at the cinema. (laughs) I've only ever moved at the cinema before because I, if I sit too close, I sort of freak out a little bit. If I've sat in the cinema and I've been really close, I've been like, no, no, can't deal with. It's like too much stimulation. But, but never yeah, it's uh, I have to I have to get popcorn when I go just so that I can cancel out the other chewing with my own chewing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing. This is why I'm actually looking into it because it does it impacts the daily life considerably. Um, mm-hmm. Would you like some fun facts about hibiscus? <laughs> I would love to. Why? Please tell me your fun facts about hibiscus. Another name for hibiscus, I just quite like this, is rose mallow. Rose which, mallow. Rose mallow, which makes me think of marshmallow and makes yeah. me feel very warm and fuzzy about this cup of tea. Big fluffy marshmallows. Yeah, and uh, it's very high in vitamin C. Oh, um, the tea or hibiscus? Hibiscus. So this and is by the tea. a high, because um, citrus fruits are really high in vitamin C, aren't they? Yes, they so are, yeah. Vitamin C filled tea. Yes, it is. I'm glad very you said that and not I. <laughs> I feel like at the moment it's all about getting the vitamins though because this and now I'll drink more of this and maybe buy some of this now mm. they taste how delicious it is but it's like get your vitamin C and try and get as much vitamin D as you yes. can and then like you're kind of it's the way through isn't it it's smooth sailing from there on out absolutely and you'll be guessing it in your garden so do, do you want to do a little overview of what you've done in your garden <laughs> I'm pretty sure if, somebody, if you're listening to a tea podcast podcast I'm going to go out on a limb and say you might be slightly interested in a bit of gardening here and there you hope so I imagine everyone that watches gardeners well probably drinks tea while they do it don't they isn't that yeah. like a, the rule yes definitely um, I so my garden um this year so last year we moved into this house which we purposefully chose because it had quite a large stretch of garden and quite a small, not small, small, but uh, not a large living space. Moderate, we'll call it. And last year, we put in a couple of beds, and I thought, I'll just stuff some things in them and then see what grows. Um, And they, everything grew, but I timed it all badly, and we ended up with hundreds of carrots all at the same time. Did you really? Yeah, we ended up making carrot chutney out of it, which was absolutely disgusting, by the way. really horrible we had some friends come to stay before just before we locked down in november was the last people we had over um and we had a weekend of like outdoor fun with them because they live in bristol we made carrot chutney we (laughs) carved pumpkins it was a very orange weekend we carved pumpkins and we made carrot chutney and this carrot chutney absolutely disgusting <laughs> we just we had to put it on the compost in the end oh, no. that cracks me up that you said that there's um, a tv show i don't know if you've seen it called escape to the chateau which i got oh, yeah. obsessed with recently and in it they've got this big walled garden and they did what you did they had all this vegetable and he made a vat of chutney and i was looking at this chutney going no one wants to eat that like that is leftovers uh, that is no one wants to eat that chutney and it was stress I actually felt like anxiety at how much chutney must be in their home that no one is eating yeah <laughs> it's just be we sat on that. shelves and I tried to we tried to heat up the jars as well so that the jars sealed mm-hmm. um and it didn't work with some of them so we were like oh no we'll have to eat all this chutney quite soon <laughs> and we gave them a couple of jars to take home and we were all just there trying to eat this chutney like oh 
oh, this is hot. Oh, were no. they being what terribly else? polite, or did they say the truth? No, no, I think they thought it was disgusting too. <laughs> <laughs> My one of them is my university, like one of my best friends from university who I lived with for years. So I don't think that if he'd said that it was nice, I'd have known if he was lying. Yeah. <laughs> He's not one to beat around the bush, but oh yeah, so that year it was a bit the year of the car. I still did a bit of a plan and loads of people gave us loads of free things, which is great because we just moved into a new house. And they sort of flowered and it looked sort of nice but a bit messy. And this year for, I can't remember whether it was for Christmas or for my birthday last year, two of my dear friends came over and they gave me some packets of seeds. They know that's the kind of thing I like in my birthday card. And I waited and waited and waited. And then a couple of months ago, I put together a proper planting plan um, based on like rotation planting. So you can't plant certain crops where you've planted other things the year before. Uh-huh. So I used the seeds they'd got me and then the understanding of what had already grown and made a proper rota- like crop rotation plan. And I've added a couple of extra beds for cut flowers this year, which I've put oh, in my plan. Lovely. So this year, we've been out there the last like two weeks, but we've poor Jimmy has been painstakingly putting up a greenhouse the last two weeks, which we acquired. My dad's just moved house and it was in the garden. He didn't want it. And he said, well, if you can if you can be bothered to take it down and put it up again, then it's yours. It took five hours to take down, and it's taken about three days to put up again. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> it's a nightmare, but when it's up, it'll be incredible. And I've got some of the things that my friends bought. We've got some really hot chilies to grow in there, and I'll use it for, like, starting off seeds and stuff. But we've got chilies. We've got little cucumbers and basil and tomatoes going in there and then we've got loads of root vegetables I've got a herb garden I've got cut flowers in two beds I'm going to expand that so because I just like the idea that I can give people flowers for my garden oh that's, that's beautiful yeah isn't that nice rather than because I always always like I like to get people flowers and I'm always mm. going and buying them from the supermarket and I was like oh if I can just pick them from my own garden it makes it much easier and that's such a lovely like thoughtful present yeah. I love homemade things. Well, like, exactly. And you think, think how cheaper it is as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pay £2 for a packet. I bought some tulips the other day for the house. And they were £2 for five tulips. And they looked stunning and they really lit up the house. But you pay £2 for a packet of seeds and you get like 40 tulips in there. Oh, yes. Um, like it's just... You and know, if you've got the base you know if you've got all the stuff ready for it like you've got the beds you know and you've got the knowledge the know-how it should hopefully just tick over quite nicely it's been a lot of googling so we Mm -hmm. we bought loads of plants thankfully from crocus website last year so this year i've just gone back through my order and i've literally googled on the royal horticultural society every single plant that i can either remember the name of or that's in that list in my garden to find out what I need to do with it throughout yeah. the year. And I've bought a diary and I've now written down what I need to do every month in it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, these I'm are such good tips. Thanks. So what was that website you said that you took? Oh, so if you, I always look on the Royal Horticultural Society, which is the RHS website. I had um, some tea from them. Not from tea. them. My friend, my friend bought me some tea from them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, I always go to them for just like how to look after plants and when to prune them. I always just think they've got the most well-rounded knowledge, either looking on there or I look at obviously what Monty Don has to say, the god of all gardening. 
And I, I think writing it down has been what it is. Last year, I just put things in and went to the garden centre and picked stuff up. And this year, I've Googled everything and written everything down. And even things like, so this year, I went, oh, I would like to grow some tulips, but realised that you're meant to plant them in October um, from bulbs. You're not meant, you can't plant them now. So I've written for October by tulip I bulbs. So yeah, throughout yeah. Year, yeah, so anything I realised I would like to plant, or I wish I had, I've just written in for when in the year I need to go and buy it. Perfect. Yeah, and we planted some trees. We planted, how many trees have we planted? Four trees over the winter, actually. We've got a little sort of coppice of three silver birches. Oh. Yeah, and we've got a liquid amber, which is like a, it's a, do you know what an acer looks like? Oh. They've got, they're the, um, I think they're also called, is it Japanese maple trees? that we also call an acer, maybe they're the ones with the red. Really um, striking red leaves. Striking red leaves. So a liquid mm-hmm. amber is, has also got red leaves, but it's bigger. So it's like, yeah, a big red tree. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I bet that'll look really nice. <laughs> so yeah, we've, well, our garden, because it's long and um, thin, we tried to put things in it that breaks up just this, sort of view of that you're looking down an avenue um yeah. and we we've put in some copper beach hedging as well because some of our hedging didn't grow up between us and our neighbors so we put that in and it should be a lovely ready color so we've got like i've got a bed with lots of purpley flowers with silvery leaves in it and then as you get further back it's like silvery silver birch bark and leaves and then you've got a red tree and you've kind of got like red uh hedging so everything sort of merges quite nicely in with each other and then near the house it's just like all the stuff people gave us that we just chucked in the ground that kind of looks quite cottagey it's quite a cottagey garden the bit near the house but mainly I just wanted to be summer so I can see what it all looks like but yeah it's... I oh, feed I everybody want to see it yeah used to come and just sit in our um greenhouse because it will pretty much be like being in the Mediterranean being in the greenhouse surrounded by um chilies and basil and tomatoes it's pizza heaven it's pizza it's warm it sounds like a joyous sustainable living sort of thing like you know slowly slowly but surely going to creep off grid with your (laughs) your food garden next chickens is the next uh excellent adventure they were excellent big plans i've just got lots of big plans um but hey i feel like if anything like now has been a great time to appreciate having a garden um because well we moved just before lockdown didn't we mm-hmm. we were in our, a little flat with no garden so i think it's just been a massive what's the word i'm looking for it's because I'm on a podcast. I've lost my words. The pressure. <laughs> the I'm the podcast pressure. Yeah. Oh no! What is that word? Don't worry. I'll anyway, uh, I'll edit out long pauses. <laughs> that's what I do. If anyone ever listens to this and they go, "Wow, Emma's quite sharp with the thinking," that's because any long pauses I go in with my little cursor. <laughs> I cut those out, and also any extended amount of times where people are sipping because I was like, "No one wants to hear." That. Oh yeah, no. You don't <laughs> no one wants hear to hear that. thirty seconds know. worth of. <laughs> so if I hit it here, just go. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. I might leave that one in. I think having a garden, and I'm just looking at it now, thinking if there's anything else to tell you about it. Um, I think having 
a garden that makes me want to go outside also encourages me outside the rest of the time yeah so I mean I go outside like every day I go for a walk at least but having that outside just means I've like it drags you outside in the colder months which means that I'm acclimatized a lot better to being outside because I used to be a really cold person like I get really chilly all the time my sister gets quite cold um I thought she was quite hardy but mm-hmm. uh, no, 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 not. Um, and it, yeah it just I think I've acclimatized so much better just going out and doing things bits and pieces in the garden and just going for a walk every day and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's just it's more tempting when you do it more regularly so, it's yeah, less so, of a shock to the like, system going yeah from the- yeah, the lovely warm central heating to exactly and I think I spend like that freedom because everything else that I do is a very at the moment is a very insidey thing so come the summer my yoga classes will be outside again but for now it's very inside and then designing things is very inside and very computer based it's like that having hobbies that are completely contrasting to what you're doing the rest of the time quite now. But hey, come the sumble, that will change. I'll probably put my desk outside and I'll only be teaching weather, teaching yoga in nice weather on the you lawn. You could do the hot yoga in your greenhouse. Yeah, yeah. One on one. Squeeze everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going out, we're going to the beach this, this summer. Plug myself there. We, yeah, um, so you yeah. might, uh, I mean, if you've listened to the podcast for, I've been doing this for like two years now. It's been going for a while. Um, and you were on one of the very early episodes. Nicole was on an episode about yoga because she doth be a yoga teacher. <laughs> Can't stop me talking about it. I just like slide it in. Slide that in. No, do, do. I love a bit of yoga. I am so excited. So I haven't been to one of your classes in eight. Well, I have. I virtually have been to one oh, of your yes, classes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I haven't physically been to one of your classes in ages. And some of the themes that you were putting together, like the hot chocolate fire pit one. Oh, really, yes. Oh, yeah. I want to I yeah. want to but you're going to do a beach yoga class beach yoga and sea swimming so this <gasps> summer yes um, yes I know so this summer we are the same as last summer I taught outside because of COVID restrictions actually I taught outside last summer throughout the week but people were coming to the classes and just saying oh we I want to do this all the time um, and I will do the same this year because it's just any way to get a bit of fresh air in people's lungs and some vitamin D on their skin, I think is good. So we'll be outside in the evenings for our classes. I'm going to do a uh, Saturday morning beach yoga and sea swim, um, partly for me, uh, because that's what I want. And I thought it'd also be quite a nice way to maybe almost start a bit of a community feeling locally because there are a few people that go sea swimming down where we go and no one really knows each other it's not like a a group thing whereas so the people that go and surf down near us they all know each other and they'll all sort of chat to each other uh, and make friends whereas I've seen a couple of people sea swim and we go on our own or we've gone with friends or family but it'd be nice to just like like-minded people get them together yeah and And it's like safer if you all know each other and you know who's swimming and things like yeah exactly it's exactly going in the sea you just you want to know that other people are there and I so I never swam in the sea until but I hated swimming in the sea is actually what I would say until yeah oh it's the best I hated swimming in the sea until last year 
when I started and I actually went to, to this was a true uh, Instagram millennial. I was on the beach with my friend who I did my yoga training with and we did a yoga session and then she said afterwards, come on then, we're going in the sea. And she's a super like sea lover. And I was like, oh, act cool, Nicole, pretend you love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got in and I loved it. And I loved every second of it. And since then, I spent all of last summer swimming in the sea at any opportunity. I've got a wetsuit now to swim in it in the winter. Um, but in the summer, Sam's wetsuit. In the summer, Sam's wetsuit, it will just be swimming costume and just doing yoga last year and then going straight in the sea was such an incredible feeling and you feel so good when you come out of the sea and you feel so good when you come out of a yoga class so I was like how would it feel to go home after doing some yoga and then getting in the sea it just, just doubled down you'd just be glowing yeah like, who is that person <laughs> <laughs> that sounds glorious yeah so we're gonna do that this summer um which should hopefully be absolutely incredible. It's one of the things that I, I emailed it round to people on my weekly email and they were like, oh, that sounds incredible. People don't usually sort of respond to things like that. And a few people were like, oh my goodness, I had to email back because this just sounds wonderful. And I was like, this is wonderful. Yeah, this is me. Oh, if you are UK based in North, I mean, probably not that you don't want to be coming from Scotland <laughs> for this, let's be honest. But if you're in Norfolk, check out, what's your... Um, you don't have a just a yoga page anymore do you you do you do oh on I I have a website a website yes yes yeah it's www.nicoledornyoga.co.uk wonderful have a gander have a gander there um, and check out the classes it sounds good if you're in America I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you've got enough sunshine and see you don't need it anymore you do you know what (laughs) get your tablet get get an instructor maybe you yourself do yoga yoga coming out of your ears if you live in America (laughs) (laughs) oh man that sounds nice and having a delicious couple of indigo mood indigo afterwards why not take this down the beach I Um, could promote teas after my or you could come down yeah I'll do um Promotion. I'll do some powers of your yoga you class. You make those funny little, what do you call them, those energy ball things you make with dates and stuff that mm, are meant I to be those. really I was going to say they're meant to be really healthy, but they're never that tasty. But oh, you- I love them. Okay, I will make you some. I think I make good ones. <laughs> I've made some that I liked once, but they were like peanut butter and chocolate, literally just like an oats, I think, rolls. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds healthy. I do. I put in dates, cocoa powder, peanut butter or almond butter, and then just some mixed fruit and nut. <laughs> that sounds nice. Yeah. And then the fruit, fruit. the fruit in the fruit and nut tends to be sweetened, so it's really sweet and tasty. But yeah. And then I and then because I just say they're healthy then, so you can eat as many as the mission one. <laughs> well then that sounds like a nice midway between the ones that are just like quinoa powder yeah just powder yeah rings of tofu and the ones that peanut butter and chocolate you're making like peanut butter and chocolate is a is a match made in heaven I'm just seeing if there's anything else on here before I wrap wrap this wonderful chat up (laughs) I wrote botany plant science (laughs) oh uh good uh. <laughs> the only thing we haven't touched upon is the name and I just think this is a really fun fact for everyone um Mood Indigo is actually a jazz song by Duke Ellington I and 
Did you listen to it? Did you like Three it? Three times as her request. Of yes, <laughs> I did. I sent Nicole this tea in the post with a little a note saying you have to listen to this song before drinking the tea. It's good. I feel like I listened to it at the wrong time of day. I still appreciated it as a beautiful song, but I feel like I needed to sit and sip a whiskey in the evening yes. to, rather than listen to it while in the background while I was doing an architecture drawing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like jazz. I've not really dipped into jazz that much. My my old housemate is really into jazz. So I, I think most of it I know is because of through her and going to see her play jazz and things like that occasionally. And it's something that I really enjoy, but it feels like more of a music experience than something that you can just sort of sit and passively listen I to. You have that. to give it the time of day because it because it just tries to break the rules constantly, and it's not you know quite often it's not pleasing, and you don't get that satisfaction of like hearing a refrain again, or maybe you will, but it'll take like ten minutes to get there. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank God, and you like, don't but... recognise it by the time it comes around. No. You? You're like, oh, it's just the same song. Exactly. I'll be honest. I struggle with jazz a lot, but I quite like the sort of modern hip hop take on sort of yeah. modern jazz hip hop like stuff. That's quite yeah, that's quite prevalent at the mm. moment. Sort of out there a lot. A lot of it coming out of London, I think. For fear of sounding like I know what I'm talking about, which I don't. <laughs> which I had to have it's it's probably got a clue. <laughs> out of everywhere. It's probably coming out of London. Well, Ell- Ellington was like a. Um, like founding person of jazz apparently he wrote more than a thousand compositions and yeah. is a legend in the orchestral slash big band jazz scene i felt bad i'd never heard of him before i hadn't heard i said like it was one of those things where it's like named after duke ellington's mood indigo and i was like ah yeah no no idea <laughs> <laughs> how no do idea. we not know someone whose name is duke i know it's such a great name well it makes me want to listen to more of his music and i just really enjoyed that there was a song attached to a t because I like the idea of tea being an experience where you, you know, you have a bit of immersive, you have a sound, you have a taste, a smell, it's, you know, you get all cosy and comfy, yeah. sensory, a sensory. I like that with, I feel like I like that with all edible and drinkable things. Mm-hmm. Like there's a place, isn't there? So like it's hot and sunny, you want to sit outside and have like a really cold Coke with ice cubes in or a glass bottle with beer in. And it makes yeah. a difference if you have it in a can whether you yeah. have it in a really cold glass bottle and like mm-hmm. the same with sitting on like sitting on the sofa I want to eat I want either like a cup of warm tea and some biscuits mm-hmm. or like drinking a glass of what like red wine and it wouldn't yeah. be the same drinking a red wine I don't know like outside in the summer as it would snuggled up on the sofa with yeah oh, red with wine tea. is definitely a, a, a cozy yeah a cozy drink, the tea, though, like my my parents always used to drink tea in the sunshine because it apparently cools you down, which oh. I've never understood. Yeah, hot day. My mum and dad would always drink tea. And I just, I, it's the mood. The mood is ruined if you're drinking tea, like in the blazing hot sunshine. Yeah. You want an iced tea. You want an yeah. iced Some, Something has to have ice in it. Exactly. <laughs> Where would you say is the perfect place to have this tea? Well, I, this is quite tropical tea. Mm. I, this would probably be the only tea I would ever consider drinking on like a desert island beach if I'm not yeah <laughs> no I'm with you and I like that it's like a little snack as well I kind of I uh, you know 
I can picture like palm trees around me while I sit on the beach. And I have this in one hand and then I have a Mai Tai. A balanced lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you've got your Mai Tai, you've got your tea, you've got your energy ball, you've got your chocolate <laughs> peanut butter mashup. You're living the dream. Yeah. Well, this sounds good. So, well, guys, there we go. I'm going to wrap up the podcast there, and then me and Nicole can carry on chatting about all things life and not pod- podcast related. But, um, Thank you for listening. Thank you, Daughters of Botany, for making a really beautiful tea. I would um, i don't think describing it as doing it justice. <laughs> Nicole is waving the tea. Um, so definitely get some. It's really, really nice. And thank you, Nicole, for coming on the episode and telling us about your garden. You're welcome. It sounds good. Hopefully you're all inspired now to, you know, make a little flask of tea and get out there and, and grow some things. I occasionally try and grow some tomatoes. I think I've I've harvested at least five <laughs> in my lifetime. So it, it can be done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we will be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening. And see you again. The last episode I did, my sister asked me to come up with an exit line, ideally a tea pun. And clearly I have not, I have not achieved that. So <laughs> um, I, no, I don't. I'm oh, God. The best I could do last episode was TT for now. And if I say it again, it's going to start and it's awful I think it's because I've got my Winnie the Pooh mug again (laughs) ta-ta